Welcome back. Welcome back. The Racing Addicts? The Racing Addicts? No! <laughs> Liberal Tears. This can't Addicts. Welcome back. I'm about to break something. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Another week of the Racing Addicts. Uh, I am here all by my lonesome in the studio. No one else is here. Uh, and I got Mitch joining from the Super Shoe Studios, which I'm definitely calling it that now. <laughs> How are you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing well. It's a Super Shoe, uh, Super Shoe Studio with, uh, my bad. Ryan Truex, Ryan Truex, uh, Super Shoe, and uh, Casey Kane, and Casey right. Kane. Yeah, I can't, I can't figure it out. It's the, one way or the other. <laughs> and Casey yeah, Kane, yeah. who is a, a previous All Star Race winner, we, as we learned this oh my week. Gosh. Oh, I knew. Or as I, I learned this week. <laughs> you learned this week, yeah. So he, yeah, he won in two thousand eight, and he won from the fan vote, and I had a big play in that. I remember voting for like three hours on Saturday, like until the polls closed. I was playing RuneScape and I was at my friend's house and it was like, I think I was eight years old. No, how old was I? 12. I was 12. I was 12 years old uh, or 11 years old. And uh, it was fun. It was a fun night. It was a good epic. Honestly, I, uh, I thought there was a good chance, not the fan vote. Sorry. I, it was a weird segue. I was like, wait, Eric Jones had no yeah, chance yeah. of winning for, for a second. I thought it was Suarez. Cause I thought, Suarez actually had yeah. a chance last night. Like he, he was making he me did. nervous. It he was, did, and he uh, he was hurting my DraftKings uh, chances. So because uh, everybody <laughs> picked him but me, and he started last. So and he was all the really good. Points. I think he could have won. I think yeah, you lot, still yeah, won DraftKings, though, didn't you? In that group, but I did uh, about and uh, twenty dollars worth of double ups because I I literally doubled my money both races. So I was gonna. Turn I turned five into ten, ten into twenty. I was going to turn twenty into forty, and I even had I had Kyle Busch and I had Kyle Larson on, and I still was only five points away from doubling my cash. Like these double ups, I figured it out. They're really easy to win. <laughs> so you um, you lost in the leagues that were paying, but you won in our league that paid like two dollars and forty cents or whatever. Every yes. year to pay, yeah, yeah. But I was <laughs> I shouldn't have won any because I had two guys wrecked and they both started first and fourth. So. That just shows you that I was only five points away. Literally, if, if Kyle Bush would never wrecked, um, which that was the randomest thing. Like, I, did anybody ever, ever figure out what happened with all of that? Like, it I, didn't make any sense. I assume tire. I think that was uh, like was it a tire? Because it looked like his car shut off. I think he said it was a left rear or a right rear when he was interviewed. But that was. Oh, I mean, thank God for tires because that was the only, literally, the only thing that happened. To like anybody all night was tires. Yeah, that was tires. Like, she's well. Christopher Bell hit the wall. I think that was just him he did. stepping That's out of the PJ one. Um, and then Reddick did that too. Poor Reddick, man. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> he was not just happy a lot either. Of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff from the All Star race. It's been kind of. It wasn't a fun race, but it was just. It was just like. Just a lot of stuff. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, like, so, I mean, let's just hit it because that's, uh, th we have a lot of uh, topics from the weekend and we definitely want to hit them. But, I mean, the hot yeah. topic right now is the all-star race because of just all the stupidity. Um, and maybe even the dumbest part is today, Marcus Smith even doubled down on on the Texas race saying it was great and the fans loved it and they're really happy with Texas's performance and blah, 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 and all that stuff. And I'm like, bro. He said that. Yeah. In a serious XM interview, he said that today. And I'm like, now should be the time that you're like, we screwed up. Like, hey, we're going to look at other options, whatever. Nope. He doubled down and he's like, we like what we're seeing. You, you got to watch the interview. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I was literally he shaking my head watching the or listening to the interview. Well, here's the problem. There's a problem with NASCAR is they 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 feed into these billionaires and, and then they create tracks like this, um, and don't acknowledge when something goes wrong because they don't right. want to take you know the bad bad PR for it. So 
I'd rather have them own up to it and say, let's go to Charlotte next year. Then all of a sudden everybody would be buying their uh, tickets for Charlotte, uh, including me, um, for the whole week. Or so. like literally anywhere else. Like I almost don't even care yeah. where it is because pretty much every other racetrack has been good, but Texas yeah. still sucks. Like it's just terrible. Yeah. I would say I wouldn't take it to Pocono. Um, okay, well, that's fair. I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than that, though, I mean, you're right. Um, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I. It, it wasn't a good race. That's all I could say. But, uh, you know, there was just a lot of drama, even with the bad race. Maybe that's what he's getting at, because there's a lot of talk after the race. Like, if you oh, – like, it's Monday, yeah. and I see people still talking about it. So, that's a good thing. But he's not acknowledging it the right way. <laughs> well, because like it, it, it feels like bad publicity because I so I've been curious to follow Twitter and see what people are saying, what other drivers mm. are saying, what other industry professionals are saying. And I don't know that I have seen one single person in support of NASCAR after last night. Like, no, I, it's, I haven't seen it's one either. Like bad. Like Dale Jr. was ripping him apart last night for everything. And it's just. Yeah, yeah, that's that's if, not if good. Junior's <laughs> ripping your. No, yeah. If Junior's if Dale Junior is ripping you on Twitter, um, you might want to like take that into consideration. I mean, the guy yeah, can right. say what he wants because of his his pool, but he's he's a very smart guy, and that's why I think we allow him to speak his mind. Right? I think um, everybody should speak their mind, to be honest. But um, Dale, if he says it, it's one thing. It's a uh, it'll be interpreted and done something about but let's say if um jimmy johnson complains about it or let's say uh let's say uh who's a guy um, we need rp is that what we're getting at we need rp to step in richard petty no like they don't even listen to him they don't like if dale says it they'll listen to him usually they'll fix something sure if dale if dale acknowledges it they'll do something about it marcus Um, normally has his ear or uh uh, usually oh, Marcus yeah, listens he, to him. Him and Dale are like buddies. So, I mean, Dale's probably texting him. Do you really mean what you said? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm sure he's blowing up his phone probably, last night. <laughs> you know, thank you. Know, it's just crazy. I just, I just, it's just a lot. I mean, congrats on the win. First of all, I mean, you had Blaney win, which was, well, I thank think you. that was the one redeeming part of the night. As I, as far as I'm concerned, this could be my, this could be my, uh, moment because uh yeah i thought i was gonna have a heart attack last night like that was l- the most stressful thing to watch but well, it was funny i was watching it on discord with with a few of my friends and and they were like uh actually luke was like luke strayer he was like i i hope they wreck i need Suarez to get a chance i think there's gonna be a caution <laughs> with one to go that's all we need to make this exciting and uh, then, like we it was it's his we fault like, he spoke this into existence it. he spoke it off like going into turn three and it happened off of turn four when the caution came out, like right before the start finish so line. Stupid. So I was like, dude, he's like, oh, I did not mean to do that. That was, that still wasn't interesting. <laughs> that was like, the, it still didn't change it. No. And, and it, all it did was push people further off the ledge because I think the general public or the general fan base was already ticked at that point because they're like, why are we here? Like, this is so stupid. Nothing happened in the last stage. Like, pretty much, apart from Hamlin passing some cars, basically everyone finished where they started. And and Blaney was gone. And and then NASCAR just basically... I mean, there's no way that wasn't intentional. Like, they were... You know they were looking for any possible little thing, and the second they saw the 47 get in the fence, someone was like, "We we got to make this something, you know? And just... Well, they, that's, they, they were looking at Twitter and they knew that they had to do something, you know? And, um, I, I've been, there was races where I would cover for when I worked my old job. And one time I was in the booth and the promoter, the owner of the series was there and he literally threw a caution with like 15 to go just to spice it up. He did not care. Like he didn't didn't even have an excuse. He was just like, yeah, this is happening. And the PA said there was, you know, debris on the track. Like literally, it happens everywhere, and I know it. it, it it's it's entertainment business. It's all from the from the short track all the way to the to the right. big guys. Um, you know, if you can make a highlight reel, 
all that really matters. <laughs> and so I think that's what NASCAR was looking for because uh, they didn't have a lot of stuff to to, to it was to promote it, it was a year, bad night. That's what, it's gonna it's gonna be at Texas next year. So that's it's already done deal. The way Marcus is talking, the way he is, I mean, that shows to me that they've already signed. It's already a done deal for next year, and so he's stupid. covering his ass because he so stupid. You know, well, I don't I, know why they even changed the configuration in the first place. I have no idea what who who decided to do that. Texas was never an issue. I know, so. and then they just had to screw up the track, and now like it's. I think the track is shot, honestly, because that anything above the first or second lane, it it's garbage. Yeah. Like, it's terrible. The the PJ one is like permanently a part of the surface because of how much of that garbage they junked in there, and it just, I don't know, it, it's a crap surface. It's just crap. Like, it it was a waste of a race, and I saw they were shifting too, which probably didn't help, because I think that's partly why they were carrying so much speed through the corners, but, um. Yeah, they'll they'll be there, and that's what's stupid. Like they'll be there, and it'll be the same dumpster fire. Apparently, um, they announced over the PA at the track that it's happening next year, which is also oh, it's a firm deal. Well, but they haven't confirmed it anywhere else. But apparently, they said over the PA, like, "Hey, don't forget to buy your tickets for the 2023 All Star Race at Texas." So, like, maybe it was just like a canned response. Uh, or you know what I mean, like advertise and then it's refund or whatever. There's so much money involved with that. It's all greed. It has nothing to do with the quality of racing. NASCAR just wants us to be happy so Marcus Smith can make his billions of dollars. It's it's more it's worse. It's like it's like Congress to be honest. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's it's looking more and more that way, which is just frustrating because yeah, like I I honestly don't even want to watch it next year if it's a Texas because like what's the point? Just. Well, I mean, I can tell you the point. Blaney won the race. So that is one point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a win, a win's still good, uh, and he was still fast. But we're gonna watch it. We're gonna watch <laughs> it. I mean, I just hope there's a four ten race I, on that night, and I'll just watch that because honestly, that would be enough to push me over Kenny, the edge. Yeah, Kenny had the right idea. Watch flow. Watch flow. Yeah, I liked his text. He was like, he was like, "What happened? I wasn't watching." I'm like, "Yeah, he's smart." <laughs> it's He's a smart man. Nothing happened. Nothing happened except nothing. blown tires and NASCAR trying to fudge a race. But I, but I, only, I guess the only thing that came from that was drama and or a little bit of a show. And I like that. It, it makes it fun. Um, but other than that, the racing quality was the worst. I think it was worse than Martinsville. It it was so bad. And like the drivers were so aggressive. Like every single driver they interviewed said exactly the same thing. Basically, you couldn't pass. I don't know what we're doing you here. You can't pass here. I was like Larson yeah. slipped it in, and Reddick definitely blew, uh, put a put a fire on it. Uh, oh yeah, you know what it, Larson said, Ross, especially for the lead. He's like, you can't pass, especially for the lead. Like it's just <laughs> just get in line. I'm like NASCAR's probably like typing up, or writing up the check or the fine for for yeah. uh, Kyle Larson and all them. Well, they're gonna uh, have to get right. everyone because like everyone was whining, you know. So Even if, the fans. Imagine if no one buys tickets next year. I like think only 500 people show up. That'd be hilarious. I hope so. I didn't realize, did you see they got rid of every other row and turned it into a table? Yeah. Which is a do. cool idea, that's but how sad is it that that's what you have to do to make the stands look less empty? Well, Charlotte started doing it. Um, it's all this. It's that company. They just it's, it's convenient. I sat in one of those before. You just... It's convenient, but it is sad. It's super sad. It is. Uh, like, I like it, but yeah, just it's I, yeah. You know, and and the worst part is, is like they own half the schedule, and there's so they have yeah. they're billionaires and they own half the schedule, and so it's just it's just the way it's going to be. And it, yeah, I'm a, who knows. A, I I have optimism. A yeah, <laughs> it's a tyranny. I have optimism at times they, because they've made some good decisions. But they bought Dover out. Like Dover used to be a family-owned company, and now it's them. Yeah. They're going to ruin that track, and they're going to they charge like triple the prices this year for Dover tickets. I'm like, of course they. What did. on earth are these people doing? I can't wait to see what dumb decision they make at Dover. I'm sure it'll be wonderful. It well, they they own North Wilkesboro, so maybe that will actually be their incentive to do something and put racing on a real track. Yeah, that's why they bought Dover. They they bought Dover so they could take that data away and put Wilkesbury. It's the only reason why they did it. You think? 
I don't know that yeah. I want to kill Dover though, because like it's still decent. Kill, kill Texas. Well, yeah, I, I think it should be on a schedule once a year. I agree. And I'll even go and, and say it should be a playoff race. One one a year, and I think it should be a playoff race. The drivers, I, yeah, track. yeah, and and it's, be the there's nothing else like it, which is cool. Yeah, and when you get you know, cars just gonna. I think the cars gonna keep getting better. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I think I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Cars move in the right direction. Um, just man, I felt like we took such a big step back last night, and, and just. Like, not only an on-track performance, because I feel like we all feared that was going to happen, but just the way NASCAR handled everything on top of it was just, I don't know. I I've, I feel yeah. like the sport has had really good momentum all year, and it's been a really good year, and NASCAR just, like, killed themselves. I, I, I'm worried they shot themselves in the foot last night, because I think I think there are fans that will not turn on the TV next week now. Like, we're addicted, so we're probably going to watch. We're going to watch it anyway. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I'll be watching. Yeah, but but honestly, like it's when you pull the kind of moves that they pulled last night, I think it is so transparent that there are people on the fence that will just go, "Ah, eh, this is stupid," and they'll never turn the TV on again for for NASCAR. No, you're probably right. You're and probably that, right. And and that's the frustrating part because there's been a lot of really good product, a lot of really good products this year, and they just, uh, yeah, it was just dumb. It was dumb. Well, yeah. so uh, Jeff Gluck brought up a really good point. I listened to his podcast this morning, and he was, like, fired up, which was kind of funny. But he brought up a really good point about the how contradictory their decisions were because they threw the caution that didn't need to be a caution because the race would have been over, with the and their self-defense was safety. They're like, well, we had to make sure the 47 was okay. And I'm thinking, okay, the 47 hits the wall, like, every 35 seconds. He's fine. He, he knows what he's doing, hitting the wall. So that was the interest of safety. And then, of course, the issue with Blaney dropping the window net, and then he can't get it back up because he's driving the car. Like, you can't get it up while you're holding a steering wheel. And they didn't yeah. care and let him go. And I'm like, okay. So throwing safety, a caution yeah. for a race that would have been over where nobody at speed would have gone by the 47 was a safety move. But a guy leading the pack to the green-white checkered without a window net is totally safe. Like, that's not an issue at all. It, and, and I, like, the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, wow, that was, that was, like, even more dumb than, than I thought it was last night. Because there's no, like, it's just not even close to being the same thing. There's no difference between, I guess, politicians and people running NASCAR are the same people. It must be, yeah. I'm, I'm honestly seeing more and more of that. I think you're onto something. <laughs> it just seems like it, but no, I agree 100. percent He's right on. Jeff Buck is and in what he's saying. Yeah. yeah, and last I checked, his so he said the lowest uh, was it a good race poll he's ever had was, I believe, 17 percent for yes, and the last I checked the poll for yesterday's race, it was at 10. And that was only an hour yeah. or two ago. So it was at ten when I voted at like ten AM. Like it is stuck yeah, in the percentage doesn't like can it go down a little more? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I almost want to see single digits just just to prove a point so that maybe SMI is like, Oh, this was really dumb. Cause Gluck has a pretty good audience with that poll. Um so it depends on like his most voted poll had like thirty some thousand. So if he gets the most votes and the lowest. That just shows people are yeah, fired no. up. And actually, Martins, Martinsville had quite a bit of votes. Yeah, it did. It them. did. Um, but I, I'm I'm hoping this sends a message. Like I, it was weird because my favorite driver won the race, and I voted no because I couldn't. Yeah. Like it, I love seeing Blaney win, and it was cool as crap. But like, how do you lie and say, yeah, that was a great race. I enjoyed the whole thing because. So here's the difference between Martinsville um, and, and Texas is the owner because the Martinsville owner, I think it's SMI. I think that's the. T- I think that's the. Or is I'll SMI. be honest. No, I get them backwards Motors. constantly. <laughs> yeah, Speedway Motors is uh, the Bruton Smith one, and SMI is like I think NASCAR owns them now. But NASCAR acknowledged that that Martinsville need to something need to be fixed for the, like it was a right. tire. I think a, the correct tire. 
um, will honestly fix it. I really think if there was tire wear, I I, I would agree the, with you. The situation, yeah. it wouldn't have fixed it perfectly, but it would have made it a, a decent race, like or you know a race. It, um, it would have at least been something because I think they said there was like two tenths of a second of fall off from lap yeah, one on the run to last second. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I would agree with you on that too. Yeah. And so, um, but they acknowledged it and, and the president of Martinsville said, we're going to do something about it for the playoff race. Cause Love it. we can't have that happen. They took a, the polls into consideration. Unlike this billionaire. It's, I, I guess credit words too. So we've been doing a lot of whining, so we should give a little bit of credit back. Um, Goodyear has been bringing a tire that wears out. So I, I, I feel like that's worth complimenting. I think they learned a lot after Martinsville too, because again, I think they were pretty big to blame. So, I mean, you know, bad news with the good, I mean, props to Goodyear. And really, if you, if you remove Goodyear from yesterday, nothing happened except Christopher Bell and uh, Tyler Reddick. So congrats on that. But um, you know, I feel like even at Kansas, we were seeing aggressive tire wear. So the good news is I think Goodyear is bringing something that wears, which is yeah, amazing. Tire wear and, and those last two tracks were high camber uh, tracks. So, um, you know, I just think it was self-inflicted. You yeah. saw the people that were oh, having yeah. tire issues were really fast. That's why. <laughs> right. They were yeah, literally I would agree. Going, and then they'll play not say to NASCAR, you you know, Goodyear did this. I'm like, no, you you did it. You knew what you were doing. That's why you're fast. Right. Oh, especially you when know. it's the same teams too. You know, when you see the oh, same yeah. organization. Yeah. You're like, all right, you, you know what's happening. Oh yeah. Yeah. But and that I'm great with because it puts it in the team's hands. It's a risk versus reward, which I like. I'm I'm great with that. Um Hundred percent. Sure, a little bit faster, but if you run more than thirty laps, you're screwed. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, but um, um, but besides, you know, the cup race, um, the whole weekend was like the, the trucks at Xfinity were great. Um, I, I thought so too. Races. Yeah, that, I think that's why I was optimistic going into Sunday because I thought both of them were pretty good. Really, and they've usually always been decent at Texas. Like I don't think I've watched every truck race there and. Even when like Biffle won in the fifty one with the new configuration and uh I forget who won year prior to that. Probably Kyle Bush. I think Kyle Bush won that race a lot and if it's in May. Probably. Um Yeah, and, and it you know, it's not bad. There's you see a lot of wrecks happen. Happened a lot in the Xfinity race too. Um and I think I don't know if it's because of the inexperience or just the fact that something don't line up with like the configuration and the car itself or the truck itself. Um, cause a lot of the, the wrecks happen kind of situational. Um, like Josh Berry spun on himself on the inside. Yeah. It was kind of weird. So weird. Well, it, it, it was kind of like seeing a lot of that right side arrow back that we've had in years past, which I don't know. It was, it was kind of enjoyable seeing it, which is weird for me to say, but like, yeah, no, yeah like I thought that was actually kind of cool. supposed to be unpredictable. Yeah. If the race car is not unpredictable, then you might as well go home. I mean, then you get what we had last what night. Yeah. You get that and you get what we had at Martinsville. It was super predictable, super gripped up, no tire wear, no sense of the car losing anything. Right. Um, no no arrow loose, no nothing. Which which we want. And like in Xfinity, you were able to pass. Because we were able to see drivers yes. make move. We were able to see people come and go. Like you can pass low and high. Yeah. There was but, like two grooves. There was both both grooves. And Cup just had none of that. Maybe maybe the shifting was honestly the biggest issue. Because I don't, I don't know why they went to five gears. I don't understand any of it. I don't understand why yeah, they I ever don't either. like what made them think, yeah, we want five gears. Like it's been four gears forever. Yeah. Like it's never ever had a five gear thing. Like I don't know what why they were pushing that. What car has five gears? I don't think my car has five gears. <laughs> It might, it might have five gears. It might, it might. actually six. Yeah, mine actually has six. It actually but... might have six. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree because it was like every time they would do an, an onboard last night, right into entry. So entry, downshift. And then right on exit, upshift. And then... Or, yeah, and, I mean, and, you're not, you're not going to get loose. 
Well, exactly. And even if you blow corner entry, it doesn't even matter because the guy behind you isn't going to gain enough. So now, I think maybe the transaxle is the biggest thing that needs to go or change. We may have just stumbled upon some brilliance here. Well, you did. I I don't know what they need to change. I just need to change something. (laughs) I still vote. I I hate to see racetracks torn down, uh, and it's always a little bit like sad when you see it. But if Texas were to get bulldozed tomorrow, I think I'd I'd throw a party. Like I'm pretty sure I'd throw a party because we're we're like three years into crappy shows there. Like this isn't really a new thing. I don't know what they're going to do because they spent a lot of money on that thing. But I'm, I don't care. They're billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. I, I did have the thoughts because like last night I couldn't go to bed. And so I'm just laying there and I'm like, I wonder what they could actually do. And like maybe progressive banking is the answer. Basically they do what that. they did at it. Is it really? Well, it needs to be progressive more. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be like, yeah, I don't know how much progressive, but it was like the bottom, middle and top worked. It was like Atlanta. And we did the same thing. Right. Right. Before the Atlanta repaint. It literally, that's another thing. Mid-old like, Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, like it, like literally 2008 Atlanta. Yeah. It was just prime. 2008 to 2014 Atlanta was like perfect. Epic. Just like the Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon, you know, battle for the win on a Monday. I, I it, was it was great. Yeah, I stayed home from school to watch it. Um, I approve. But, I approve. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Just something. They could fix it. Just something. I, I think I think you've got to dig up the track. Like, you can leave, do. basically do what they did at Atlanta, which I am a little afraid of. I think they're pretty much going to turn it into Atlanta and, and make yet another super speedway on the schedule. Going to have to. You're better off doing that than what we have. Well, and as much as I don't want another super speedway, I also don't want Texas. So, like, maybe that's better. I have, I'm not 100% sure. There's no right answer. No. I mean, I say demo it and turn it into a short track, but it I know happen. now with them having the condos and the big screen and that giant wide front stretch, they're never going to do it. They're just going to let it slowly die. And then they're going to wonder what happened, which drives me bananas because mm-hmm. someone else pointed out like that's a really good market. Like, cause Great market. yeah. And, and, wouldn't it be great to have a track in that market that didn't suck? It it didn't for like twenty years, and then yep. and they ruined yeah. it. So they yeah. got to fix it. Hey, in in good news, you may have noticed I'm uh, I'm trying to showcase winners this weekend. So we you are we you are we, a winning we, machine. <laughs> I am a winning machine with my attire here. So, yeah. I mean, obviously Blaney won last night. We all know that. But uh, Kenny, friend of the podcast and friend of us, uh, pulled it out Saturday night and and kicked butt. I mean, looked. He whipped him. Man. He him, yeah. Like, had the field covered three different ways and um, even threw a, a really nice slider on Chase Gutshaw in the heat race after Chase was driving like an idiot. So, I it had everything <laughs> I wanted. Like, I, I thought it was a great evening. <laughs> No, it was it was a perfect night. Uh, all the races that night were great, but Kenny looked really good, um, even through lap traffic too. There was some close calls because I felt like lap oh. traffic was super unpredictable. Yeah, like the seventy one especially. It, <laughs> yeah, that and the fourteen and and um, it, which makes it exciting, but it's you don't want that when you're when your friends leading the race. So, um, yeah. I've noticed my opinion is very different <laughs> depending like who's going it, through the lap traffic. <laughs> Like if it was opposite, like if he was chasing down the leader, I'd been like, "Yeah, seventy one, get yep, in the way." Exactly, like, yeah, it's perfectly fine. We won't yell at you. <laughs> and meanwhile, but we're up on the see. stands with Cassie, like screaming at the top of our lungs. We're like, "Move!" <laughs> yeah, it's a different circumstance, yeah. but no, it was cool to see. Uh, it's been a while since uh, seen someone win. So I mean, I, I lied. I saw Brent Marks win a weekend ago, but oh, that's true. Um, yeah, you know, it's just it's cool. So uh, yeah, I loved it, and and. uh we had Nolan and Brian came out too, which was pretty cool. So we had a we had a nice Heck little yeah. crew there watching the race. Um, it's always good to catch up with everybody. Um, that's the best part about going to races is, is uh, talking to your friends and meeting new people. And oh yeah, watching uh, my favorite part about the, uh, I think the race is is like seeing where like certain drivers' families sit 
and like oh, watching their yeah. reactions when something happens, like either it's a late model race, a legend car race, or something like that. Because people are watching us for the same thing, you right? Know? Oh, we'll uh, yeah, Kenny do we're guilty. Yeah, and then we'll put our hands up, and everybody's <laughs> probably like pointing at us or laughing at us or whatever, you know. Um, I but, just and then like when the family drivers win, they all get excited and they run the victory lane, or one guy's flicking off a guy who wrecked his driver. Yep. Like it's just great. I yep. love it. Was that Probably. was that street stock that the family in front of us was like going absolutely <laughs> bananas? The guy's mullet had it was like ten feet long, and he uh, yep. went out and just like flicked off one of the street stock guys. <laughs> but I think their his family finished like first and third, so I don't I can't even worry about. It. No, that was that was a good night for them, and that that feature, holy smoke! Or was that that was the heat? It was ridiculous, like just. Yeah. Complete, the feature was nuts. That was yeah. yeah, like complete lack of awareness from everybody. I, I was just blown away at how dumb driving was, but it was great for us because we don't have anyone it invested. Was, so yeah, it was, it was entertainment. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was kind of ironic how much got tore up because it was like, uh, I just was surprised how aggressive and dumb people were being. It was just it was really stupid. But oh was, yeah, right. I didn't, it cost me a penny. Actually, it cost me. <laughs> A few bucks to get in the gate, but it was worth the mission. So if they're going to do that every week, I'll show up every week. Oh, yeah. Even the guy, uh, good old number 84, who's running like probably 15 miles an hour around the bottom of the track and still oh my can't gosh, keep the thing in one lane. Down, I got a top five. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know he what honestly the might have, yeah. I, yeah. I, I would love to see the actual scoring because he was one of five cars running at the end, but he was so many laps down, I wonder how many spots he actually gained. Like, yeah, I was kind of surprised. It I had mean, to be low, yeah. Yeah, I just, I mean, I guess either he knew his car was like that or it's just him riding around. Maybe it's his choice that he wants to race like that. Uh, but if he's having the time of his life, go ahead. But <laughs> I think he'll get hurt if he's riding that slow. That's just, I think it's a safety issue. Well, and that I completely agree. Like, if, if you are that bad, because it was like, I mean, he was, was probably 30% of the speed of the other guys. And it's a little too wide going into the corners. And like those heavy street stocks, you can't just move. No. You can't be like, you can't just like, like real quick. It's literally, um, yeah, you're going to hit them. Like that's what's going to happen. And and there's going to be, yeah. You should should just be careful. That's all. Yeah. That was, that was, we kind of gave him a hard time, but it was, uh, I I felt like it was justified and I don't regret it. yeah, but I would say this. Uh, I think you end up leaving. And I think Kenny also left. It was right after he left um, when the Legend Car race was going on when they got back going with like 10 or 8 to oh, go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy literally flipped right in front of me and Brian, and you couldn't hear a pin drop. Like, we all thought he de- he was dead. It was like he barreled at least like five to eight times. I don't know if um, there was a replay or not, but um, he ended up getting up and walking wow. away. But they had to cut the top, I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know why, because the guy was moving, but he was able to walk afterwards. Maybe he's just maybe the door wasn't working or something. There was no body on it. It flipped that much. The roof was over here. It was like just all you saw was his helmet and him That's sitting so in the crazy. thing. It was, and, you, and the way it flipped, it like grabbed the like it grabbed the dirt and just like dug it, and it just flipped like this, and. Um, it wasn't like he was close to the ground when he flipped. He literally was like way up in the air. Wow. And then hit. Like it was and all you heard was the the the, the sheet metal getting crunched. It was it was the, like the sound was cringe cringeworthy, man. Those like moments was, will scare the poop out of you. Like because the, everything goes dead silent. And you yeah. can tell everyone is just scared to death of like the same thing. Cause we saw um Todd Leonard, we uh, Brian and I went to school with him. He's a cool guy. He used to race against Kenny and Sportsman, and he had a really bad wreck where the car got airborne, and it went into the fence, and there's that little opening, like right past where we normally sit at BAPS, um, yeah. where the fen- there is no fence, and then the, obviously the fence starts again. And his wing caught right in that opening, and he went from whatever, 80 mile an hour, however fast he was moving through the air, to zero in like a second. And then the car dropped to the ground and like we were, that's where uh, it scared. Like we, I thought he was, I don't know. It scared the poop I think out of me. Where Hodnett, that's where Hodnett passed away. He, um, yeah, he was same place. He was on the ground. I guess he went right into the pit wall, but yeah, and, like, and that was, did that happen before Hodnett's passing? 
uh, after because they did. I mean, you never like to see a guy die. Yeah, they did. Um, Because that is no longer open. Well, so what they did, they had like it wide open before. I think now they actually have a fence that moves in. I'm pretty sure. Because Hodnet, there was nothing. Like it was literally just an opening. Right. And he hit head on at the end of the wall. And then now they have a wall, but there was still a fence gap. And I'm, I'm pretty sure now... They actually have a fence that continues. I could be wrong, though. Don't hold me to that. Um, I never really see it from that angle. It's a very tight squeeze if someone wants to go in it. Right. Um, Like, it's it's a lot less odds, at least. Yeah. Which is moving in the right direction. Yeah. It's it's, it's really unfortunate. And that track took a lot of heat from that situation. It's crazy. And and racing's just dangerous. It's just what it is. Well, it, it is, Yeah. And it's, unfortunately, you never know. I mean, it's like Junior kind of jokes about it, but he's accurate. Where he, he, all the time he talks about if there's a if there's a hole this big, a race car is going to find it. Cause Eventually. It's just, yeah, like it's just, I don't it's know, it happen. just happens, you know? When you're going that fast, that close, that many laps, like the odds are just, are just there. And I think there's a lot of variables when it comes to how fast you're going and situations of getting hit by another car, how you get hit by another car. Like there's just everything affects everything and you won't know until you know. And that's the unfortunate part. Yeah. So. I, I agree. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm so grateful to hear that the, the legend guy was, was okay. They, yeah. they had some killer racing from like, I, I left for the feature obviously, mm-hmm. but the, the heats were like insane for those guys. Yeah. They were crazy. Um, all of it was good, which was surprising because a lot of times I go to BAPS and years ago, it just always was a disappointment. Mm. You know, I was like, yeah, eh. the 410s were okay, but this was back when the uh, track wasn't owned by. That was the previous owners. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if they were owners or what. It was, it was, a, dump, it was a junkyard because the bleachers had at least two or three feet of, of trash, but elite, but Beneath the bleachers, and you can just see it. That's where everybody they just tell you to dump the trash in there, and they don't pick it up. They don't That's care. So gross. They, it's gross. It would look like if if you you know I watch Trailer Park Boys. It looked like a racetrack <laughs> that would be in Trailer Park Boys. Well, that's what it would be. You're like there it um, is. There's that's it. Yeah, it's Dusty Susky. That's what it would be. Um, well, and what's, what's crazy, worse. like I mean, again, credit where it's due. I like to, I do like to give people credit, and I think. They have one of the best dirt tracks in the area, BAPS, right as far as I facilities and staff and racing. I mean, every time I see the 410s there, it's a great show. So Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think they're they're on to something, and I think um, they invest a lot of money into that, in that uh, track. And um, I think if it was a little less dusty, it'd be cool, but it's just the yeah. way it is. It, it, it felt abnormally dusty Saturday night. Like, it always gets it's dusty. It's so hot. That's probably why. Because yeah, it was, was like, like literally lap one of the sportsman feature, and there was a cloud, and I'm like, shoot! Normally we at least get to like lap five. <laughs> they don't water the track, in. like yeah, Port that Royal, was weird. Williams Grove, I mean, they just, I th- I mean, I don't, I don't think they have the time. They don't push the show well enough to have time for a water truck. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if they wanted to, they could, because there was a lot of wasted time Saturday night. Yeah, I was like, why are we pay? We were pacing for the Sportman feature for well, at least it felt like at least eight to ten laps before we it, started. I'm like, what are we? What like are we it. waiting for? Yeah, just let's just. It was weird. Just start it up. Let's go. You know. And then they still have the track crew that takes twenty minutes to clear every single vehicle involved in an accident or every like one tr- vehicle. Pick- they got tow trucks from the, the 80s, you know, <laughs> nothing against the 80s vehicles. They're really nice vehicles, but I don't think they should be towing anything, uh, especially if they're putt-putting at three mile an hour. Yeah, right? That's, yeah, it's weird. But, I mean, Possible. yeah, again, again, overall, like, I, I I thought it was great. I'm excited. I think 410s are there in a handful of weeks. I forget, I think it it's soon-ish. Um Hoping to make it out. Speed weeks is a is a month away, so uh, oh my gosh, we'll I forgot for that. about that. Yeah, yeah, we definitely, yeah, be, yeah we got to make that happen because that's yeah, it'd be good. I have, that, I have to see the schedule, but um, I do want to hit hit a port. Um, one we, of these days, so. we are we are due for a port trip because it's it's been a while. It's yeah. been a long while for me, like two years. So I'm beyond due. 
And I think that could be a good uh, Racing Addicts crew outing. Go see us. We should, camp, we should camp in October when the outlaws are there. Probably a good weekend to camp. You know, be nice. that's not a bad idea. We should look into this. <laughs> it's a weekend before Martinsville. I think. We should still look into it. <laughs> I know. We might, yeah, um, we should still do it. Yeah, because I and, and I think the racing's done Saturday night. So then there's a fair. No, there's no fair. No, actually, they got a lot of stuff going on. Tuscore 50. That's the one you want to camp at. That's yeah, Labor that's a good one. I think that's the, the one I went to the Labor other Day. year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It is. Uh, it's an it's an insane race. Uh, there's a fair going on. Um, <laughs> food trucks everywhere. Rides if you know, games and racing and demolition derbies and the town's just popping. And there's a barn. I think an after party barn for drivers to go. And someone told me that's that doesn't, it is. that doesn't surprise me because like yeah, a place literally that track is the out. town. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's a nice little town. Um, we should definitely consider that. It'd be fun. We, we should, uh, I, I definitely have some love for port. Uh, it just seems like a good track. And the couple times I've been there, there's just, I don't know. It's just nice. Like yeah. I don't, I don't get ticked off like I do at Williams Grove. So no, there's no, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're I like pretty that. good people. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, no buck tooths work in the ticket booth, so that's all we can ask for. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Sorry, I can't. Too much, too much. So we did. Uh, we hit a little bit of Xfinity. Um, we kind of just touched on. I think we got kind of at least the majority of what happened in that race. Um, your your boy actually had a pretty good run on Saturday in the Xfinity race, which was which was good for him. But the uh, the truck race, we had a winner that I did not expect Friday night. Like I was, I would have put money on him choking, and and Stuart Friesen pulled it off. Man, that was kind of cool. Yeah, apparently uh, when I was on Discord, they were telling me that yeah, Stuart Friesen usually does really well at Texas, but usually something happens. And apparently, he was going to win a year ago, and they like blew a tire or ran out of gas or something. So um, that was really cool to see. And for that team, as it was their first win as a Toyota. Um, yeah, so, true. You know, they finally got their program up and running really good. And uh, it was, yeah, Stuart Freeze is such a nice guy. And he's really like a blue collar guy. Like as far as uh, local man, like he races in Pennsylvania a lot. Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey. And he's I'm kind of shocked we haven't seen him yet at a, at a race here. Or at least well, I haven't. He, Maybe you he have. He races at Grandview. Um, oh, and he okay. races with the the dirt supercar series, the big blocks. And they've, they've come, they come around here. Um, a few times they go to Williams Grove for a hundred lap event. Um, you know, there's, there's a little, there's some events throughout the year. You have to kind of circle them before, beforehand. Um, but he, he does race here a lot. And I know, I remember when I go to Pocono Raceway, there was tons of Stuart Friesen shirts. Cause we're like two hours from New York or an hour from New Jersey. Oh, that's true. Like, yeah. Tons of them. I'm like, this is in Canada is only six, hours away you know it's really not my bad yeah canada's about six hours from where i'm at we're only like six hours from canada isn't that kind of crazy it is it's a little crazy especially I've that's never, the same yeah i've never actually it's been like there, the same but, drive to, to to charlotte yeah it's, it's just it weird crazy. Like we could just drive to canada if we wanted to right now just yolo just yolo <laughs> Yeah, I I keep forgetting he's from up in this area i've never really been a fan i i guess i don't really hate him i just don't like him but I mean, yeah, you're neutral. Yeah, but I mean, props to him. Uh, honestly, we had a couple. I don't know the couple uh, honorable mentions. Is that a thing? We go with honorable mentions with finishes. Um, yeah, we could we could say that. We had Ryan Priest in third. I know he had a ton of damage. I think otherwise he probably would have been a contender for the win. Uh, yeah. Matty D drove up to a top ten again. He he's with an underfunded team, so I think a lot of that's all pretty good to see. Yeah. Uh, Todd Bodine, he's he's wrapping up these last couple races to hit his mark, and uh, came home thirteenth place like that. You know why? Do you know why he did that? No, I'd love. Why don't you enlighten me? I I missed a good chunk of the t- truck race, so so with one lap to go, um, Deegan was thirteenth, and he was in seventeenth. And um, on the radio, apparently she he moved Deegan out of the way. And uh, oh, no. Deegan finished seventeenth on the last lap instead of thirteenth, and he finished thirteenth. And Todd's the one that moved her. Yes. All right. Well, the heck with Todd Bodine. We now hate him. He's terrible. 
Uh, and we hope he wrecks at the next race. Uh, another honorable mention, uh, Jordan Anderson, 14th place. Not yeah. a bad run for him and that little team. Cool to see. Um, yeah. Sucks that Deegan ended up 17th because she had a really she solid did. race. Like, so otherwise. I'll, I'll say this. Yeah, she ran really well. But she ran between seven, um, 17th to 10th, about 15th to 10th all race, which to me is fine. I had to leave this Facebook group. It was Deegan Nation. I don't know why I was in it. But it, it kind of gave you like little behind the scene things. Okay. Um, but everybody on there just bashes her. And it really? makes no sense. Like in, so I left. That doesn't I even left. make sense. I was they were like, so I'm to take those time for her to, to evaluate what her teammates doing. I'm like, what Ryan Priest, like guy's been full time cup for three years, you know, has been racing everything and everything. She just started racing oval two years ago. Yeah, she never like did she's, still, she's still learning a lot of this. I mean, like, I just, I just, I don't know. I thought 15th was a good run. I mean, I, I don't think that's a bad, that's a bad run, especially, uh, like, how many races did, has DGR won this year? Uh, None. Zero. Z- None. Goose egg. You know, he's not a KBM truck, you know? It's not. Well, and I honestly, mean, Toyotas are kind of killing everyone right now. Like, Oh, yeah. Tundras is a way to go for trucks. It seems like they're always really quick. Um, but, you know, I just, I don't know what other, like, you tell me, name a woman that's not Haley Deegan that could qualify six at Texas for uh, a truck race. None, honestly. Like, that's. Can Natalie Decker do it? Natalie Decker no. wouldn't even make the race. No. no. She raced the 54 truck before. Yeah. Which is a DGR truck. And, and, she, um, and she was awful. And she yeah, wrecked it, it all the time. Like, I mean, Deegan gets wrecked. Like, I, I'll defend her. She's still she's still learning. I'm not saying she's the best thing since sliced bread. But she has been a 10th or 15th place truck almost all season. And she just gets caught up in everyone else's crap. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm, right. I'm like, I'm willing to give her some credit. I think she is growing as a NASCAR driver. And I think as far as females go, I think she's got the potential to be one of the best. I still stand by that. Yeah, I mean, like we'll again, who happens, else? <laughs> yeah, I just think, I just don't think she's doing terrible where we should blast her for, um, if she's running top, like if she doesn't get wrecked, she's top 20. And right. I think that's something to right. respect, especially at 20 years old. She, she, 10 years from now, she, hopefully she's improved. I could tell you, she won't race if she's not improving. She'll stop. She'll do something she else. She will. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. You, I, you know, but I she think that's going to be self regulating for sure. It's going to be. And um, I'm not saying she's the best ever either. I, I'm just saying I think she has potential. And I think people yeah. like to jump the gun. And it's these, it's these old boomers that are like, you know, like 600 pounds and <laughs> don't do shit with their lives that are sitting there saying, she, you know, that she's a terrible race car driver. I'm like, and you're the miserable old man that's single and don't, you know, like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Right, like, it's just right, those kind of yeah. disgusting people. And it's like, just, just, I just, just roll your eyes and walk away. Like, it's not, dude, a, yeah. I almost like want to get rid of social media. I really, every day I debate, like, why am I on social media? Why do I need it? Sometimes, like 10% I mean, of the time, I'm like, yeah, that's why. The other 90%, I'm like, there, there's no need for it. That, why am I even on it? That's a valid question. I, yeah, I did a social media purge for three months last year and it was surprising how not difficult it actually was. Like the first couple of days was weird. And after that, you're like, eh, you don't even <laughs> like you just come home do your own thing. Yep. Honestly, like, it's, uh, it, it's not a bad gig. And I'm, I've been debating more and more lately <laughs> repurging. <laughs> Yeah, the only reason I get on Twitter is really for humor, to make fun of, like, be like, wow, this guy's a loser. Like, and then swipe, it's just like, we'll yeah. scroll, you know? Like, oh, really, people really think, like, you will never know, like, how people think. Like, you sometimes think, oh, like, people are, like, normal. There's a lot of idiots in this world. Yeah. And you start oh, scrolling on Twitter and, like, you actually believe that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is what you believe? Or they're, or they're, all, really- uh, they're all bots. Maybe, Dude, I don't know. yeah, they're bots. Oh my god, that's gosh. a whole. I'm not even touching that. No, next, 
Abort topic. Next question. Abort topic. Anyways, what yeah. a great weekend for Texas, except for the cup race. Ryan Trix <laughs> got a P6. Ty Reddick won with uh, a team that's never won before. Yeah, Jake Buzer probably that's true. lost his ride. Yep. 100% probably. Ride. He's out. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, we need to evaluate our equipment. Yeah, it, it can win. <laughs> yeah, that was um, so. that was actually really fun to watch because I do really like Tyler Reddick and that watching yep. him come back and yeah, that's like that a good race. Small teams like get get wins. You know, I love when a when a cup driver can come in and not like race for RCR. Like Reddick could have just raced the, you know, they could race some put a third RCR car out there, which technically the forty eight car is built at RCR, but it's not owned yeah. by him, so. I don't know. It's, it, it's at least a little bit. I mean, the 31 is probably about the same level of affiliation, and it hasn't been nearly as successful this year. I would say yes. the 48. I would say actually Call League. It's probably the closest thing to RCR. Yeah. It, oh, big time. It, big time. Yeah, because Jordan Anderson, they don't got the people and the, the money to, to invest in resources. But Call League does. And they yeah. are built, those shops right next to RCR, and their stuff is identical. Yeah. Um, oh, big not time. measurable about the same. They both, both about as, both teams have about the same amount of wins this year. So, and oddly enough, not super successful this year. Like they have, they're not. But they're not bad. They're they're not bad. It's yeah. I think colleagues set the bar so high last year that now it feels disappointing, just because they're not winning. Yeah. Like in, eight, in the win, it's it's a they will. season. So. I I think um, the real good teams showed themselves over the summer. And I'm anxious to see what teams emerge the next couple of weeks in Cup and Xfinity and Trucks. I think you're going to see more uh, similar players as the weeks go on. I'm going to say, yeah, I think that's a good time to start talking about picks. It's a great time to talk about picks. Uh, we actually, I, I just tabulated our points post Texas right before we started recording and we actually have an anomaly that we have never had before which is kind of cool so uh, Mitch congratulations you picked Blaney for the cup race well done extra little bonus <laughs> points for you for that for picking the winner awesome. and then we also had you also won in trucks with picking John Hunter Nemechek and David won in Xfinity with his pick of Justin Algeyer so our current points are Mitch and myself are tied for first with 65 points and David and Brian are tied for last with 52 points, which is crazy. I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen like four, <laughs> there's literally like two numbers of points and then we're all just tied. So yeah, I was, I think I was last like in March. I was like the last place you, guy. You had a really rough start, and Brian yeah. caught. Well, we intentionally caught him, but he caught it and passed yeah. you. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, you see, you're coming back. Because well, um, I started taking it weekend. more serious. I started thinking. I was like, no, I gotta, I gotta start doing this. Gotta stop picking um, with the heart. Start. Picking yeah, I gotta with start the, picking with the heart. Start picking with the mind. You know. We do have the Coke 600 coming up this weekend. Uh, my one of my favorite races. Just want to yeah. say, this is one of the best events of the year. And I want to visit Charlotte every year for Coach 600. I think this is, this is a good weekend. So I'll, why don't I pick first for trucks? This is almost worth sharing on our picks from the All-Star race because our picks were Blaney, who won the race. And then I picked Kyle Larson, who finished last. David picked Ross Chastain, who finished almost last. And Brian picked Kyle Busch, who finished right ahead of Ross Chastain. So it's worth noticing that you won, obviously, with Blaney. Yeah. But second place was Brian with Kyle Busch in 21st. And David still got a point with Ross Chastain finishing 22nd. I'm the only one that didn't score because Kyle was dead last. So That's crazy. You had to yeah. three and then one winner. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah. yeah. That, I just thought those were sharks. Kyle Busch would have won that race, hundred percent. Yeah, he, he was. He was. He good. was the fastest car, and I didn't want him to wreck. I would have tripled my cash. I would have had <laughs> eighty bucks instead of uh, ten. I'll go first for trucks since I finished uh, last in trucks last week. I will take. So I'm gonna stick with John Hunter for Charlotte. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be Toyota as well, and I think 
Isn't Thor sport it? They run tundras now. They switch every three years. They did. Yep, they are. T- yeah, so I think it's a Thor sport yeah. driver. My heart wants to say the 88. But I know that's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. He'll he'll finish solidly top five. I'm taking Ben Rhodes. Sorry, Dave. I know he's probably he picks him every week. Not yeah. As I say, we're getting pretty predictable, but not but a bad I, pick I really, for Xfinity. Why don't you just go first? You, you can, you can, because I went first for trucks. Why don't you take Xfinity first? Yeah, so not gonna lie, um, if I knew Reddick was in the race last week, I probably might have considered picking him. But then again, I wouldn't want to bias with Ryan Truex, anyways. Uh, so probably, this week, probably there has to be some Cup drivers in this race because it's it's usually there's some. I usually like a few es- do it, especially and, 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 on Charlotte weekend. Like you would think there's got to be quite a few. Every year I've been in it, either Kyle Busch is in it or. Um, just some random like Austin Zone was in it like 2020 or 2021 or something so um, I do know Trevor Brain- Bain is in the 18 I don't know if that affects your decision or not that's the um, only one I've seen no, announced he's, he's going to do well I hope he does win but I don't, I don't think it's going to be I think Ty Gibbs is going to win I think he's going to get his mojo back because I remember him dominating no he, he won last year he won this no he won this race last year um, and then he won the ARCA race, and he's just he's just fast as Charlotte. So I think Ty Gibbs is going to win it. Wow, pretty bold, especially with uh, all the JRM slash Chevy Chevy speed that we've yeah, had this year. But you can't beat confidence, and and I know like Ty Gibbs has a lot of confidence in Charlotte. I mean, I think I'm going to stay in the JRM camp. I I just. I don't know. I I, I really yeah. I think they're on a roll right now, and I don't think it's stopping anytime soon. I'm gonna go Sam Mayer actually. First time winner. I can see that happening maybe. Uh, and I think it'll be if it if if he does win something eventful has to happen. I, I just think. Oh like, yeah. I, I don't well, yeah. think I don't think he's winning if Dinger or Noah Gregson isn't wrecked. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I don't see him like driving away for the win. I see him battling no. hard against someone like Almondinger. Yeah, uh, moving on to cup. Oh, you won this week. So I think that means I get to pick first. I'll tell you someone who has had a lot of speed and he's one of our top two drivers for this season. I'm just going to go with Willie B. I'm going to throw it out there. 24 car. He's gotten the pole here for the Coke six hundred a few times. I was there one night. I think it was a year, uh, we met 2019. You're 100% right. I remember that. He was on the, it was. He was on the poll for that. So, yeah, it's a good pick. Um, you know, it's going to be a great race. And I think I could see a Hendrick Dry winning. I also visualize a Toyota guy winning. And I also visualize a Ford winning. So, so literally, all three manufacturers have a chance. There, there is a pool of people that could win this race. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to name off a few just so if everybody's listening. For DraftKing purposes, I could see All right, I could see it. like Joe Logano winning this. I could see him winning this race. I could see Kyle Larson winning this again, like he did last year. Um, you know, people like Martin Truex and Denny Hamlin are hot right now. Kyle Busch is hot right now. He just had an issue last week, but and he was, freshly motivated he has too. Speed. Freshly motivated. Just a pool of those kind of people. And so what I think, I think what's gonna happen is I think we're going to see a guy dominate the first half of the race and then something's going to happen to that person. And then we're going to have a guy named Martin Truex Jr. win this race. Wow, and, um, there he is. I think I think that's what's going to happen. He's dominated this race before. He's been so close to capitalizing. You know, I think he's closer to getting a win than Kevin Harvick. I don't know what the heck I, Kevin I Harvick's think so doing, too. Yeah. but he needs to freaking wake up. Because all he needed to do was finish top 10 last week and I would have tripled my money. So, And he didn't. So I don't know what his problem is. I, I will say Stuart Haas as a whole right now is just completely missing like He literally missing lost to Michael McDowell. The yeah. whole team lost to Michael McDowell last week. Yeah. There's no – it's unacceptable. Cole Custer was the back marker in the Open. We saw Corey leading races. Yeah. Leading the race. Where's Cole Custer? He has a – Freaking Haas F1 team next to their shop. Oh my gosh, yeah. And, <laughs> and we and, can't even get rear ends that are fresh. Like, let's be real now. Well, and what's weird is we saw how strong Briscoe was the beginning of the season. And then the last five, what, four or five weeks, he's been garbage. 
I mean, just he gets one trash. win, and then he's like, yeah, we're good. Yep, you know? we're done. We're done. And it's right back to basically last season. I think so. Eric will get a win, though. I think Eric has, honestly, I think I, Eric has been the most consistently fastest out of Stuart Haas. Do you think somebody that won a race this season doesn't make the playoffs? You said someone that wins that won't make the playoffs? Like, do we think we get more than 16 winners this season? If it, well, I hope. Uh, I think that'd be cool. Oh, it'd be great, yeah. And and I hope it happens. And it'd be funny if Denny misses the playoffs because of it. But he's been kind of hot recently, so I don't know if he's going to make the top 16 in points or he'll be like the, the next guy with a win. But we have to think, like, Kurt Busch is also right in the where Denny's at. And we also have to think, like, you know, if we're going to get 16 different winners, it's going to be some people, like, in the 20s are probably going to win. Yeah. Like Ricky Stenhouse. Yeah. You know, well, it, um, it's completely possible. I mean, we've seen it, it some really good heat out of that 47 car. Like, in the last three weeks, and honestly, he'll be really good at Charlotte, too. He uh, has a he can be streaky, and I remember Charlotte, I think, last year, got like fourth or something like that. He almost won the Dan Cook's I, I think you're right, yeah. He he just gets randomly really good at certain races. and then he, He's either top 10 or he's destroying the thing. That's and, pretty much accurate, yeah. He, that's how he was in, in Nationwide. So how he was, and Roush had to take him out of the car because he couldn't be consistent, and he won a championship after that. So, it was, but he, he's not going to change his ways now. It's too late. But no, it's just no. Uh, yeah. But it's he'll be all right. It's good. He, he'll, I, he'll have speed. I I really think we're going to have like maybe one driver in the playoffs that did not win a race. I think everyone else in the playoffs is going to have to be a race winner because we're. I mean that we got four slots. That's it, and we have a lot of guys that have not won yet that we we have to expect to win. You know, um, yeah. I mean Blaney, Truex, uh, Bell. I could go either way on Harvick. I could go either way on, but like Reddick, uh, Suarez, um, Jones. I think like it. The mm-hmm. uh, the idea that we could get sixteen winners, and then again you mentioned Stenhouse. Um, Haley could be a gamble win. I mean, he's been top 10 a lot this season, so you never know when something could work out. Like I, it's kind of cool. Like I, I, I hope we get 16 different winners this season. That would be so cool that the playoffs was all winners. That'd be cool. Uh, I like to get 17 so we can kick Denny even better. Yeah, exactly. Even (laughs) better. Cause, cause based on points, he is behind as of now, Denny is the lowest point winner. In the Cup Series, because he is 20th, and the next one up would be Kurt Busch in 18th. Where's Eric Jones at? Eric Jones is in 17th with zero wins. He's actually ahead of Kurt and Denny. So if if Eric Jones wins, he could knock them out. Now, I I think Kurt's on a good trajectory. I think he'll be fine. But I think Denny would need to be nervous because, man, they've been streaky. Like, so streaky. You're right. I think it's going to be interesting. Wow. I like it. Well, any any final thoughts before we wrap up this podcast? Yeah, I hope uh, everybody has a good Memorial Day weekend. Uh, remember why we uh, celebrate that day. You know, all the people that fall for our country. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, it's it's a good day to represent them, good weekend to represent them. And just uh, enjoy the Indy 500 as well. Um, yeah. Monaco F1. Um, I mean, it's a great day of racing. I almost don't mind being home. So I can watch all of that because when it's true. I'm at it's true. the races, I missed the Indy 500. Um, and so I, it's kind of nice to watch that. I think Jimmy Johnson's going to look pretty good. I, I think like so he has too. A lot of speed. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's going to be, it's just going to be a great weekend. So I hope everybody enjoys it. I'm just going to piggyback on that, man. Uh, I mean, we're, we are so thankful to all of our troops that have paid the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, we live in the best country in the world and it's because of people like that that are willing to lay it all on the line. So people like them and not the people in Congress. Dang straight. Come on. That is the, that's, that's the money. (laughs) I'm talking everybody in Congress. They're all bad. Oh, don't, don't even get me a little bit started, but yes, just (laughs) facts. Um, And and I think, I think we're going to see Jimmy Johnson easily top 10 this weekend. I think Jimmy Johnson gets a top five in the Indy 500. So if he does, then um, all the crap I've talked about him, not being able to race the Indy car is gone. So, it's gone. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll change or reverse. I will come on here and say that he 
is a Hall of Fame race car driver. He's a superior driver. That's fair. Yeah, he's an elite race car driver. He does that. So, Well, I'm looking forward to it. We are going to review that. Next week, we'll see how the Indy 500 went, how the Coke 600 went. I think it's going to be a great weekend of racing. Um, I think Charlotte, with this car, is going to deliver. The atmosphere, uh, the Indy 500, man, it's just going to be a lot of good stuff. So can't wait. Um, have have a lovely week, my friend. Have a, a lovely week to all of our listeners. And hopefully next week we will have the whole crew back in studio. It would be great. And uh, we can get back to our normal level of insanity. So, Let's go. Holla. <laughs> See you guys. I think we should end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>